This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. President Biden in New York today declared he is against defunding the police. It's amazing. It's truly amazing how an upcoming election can somehow, some way, make politicians see the light of day. The midterms this year, which will be a referendum on President Biden. President Biden declaring he is against defunding the police making the announcement in New York City today, making the announcement in New York City today while promoting the administration's efforts to curb gun violence. Agree. Mayor Adams, you and I agree. The answer is not to abandon our streets. That's not the answer. The answer is to come together police and communities, building trust and making us all safer. The answer is not to defund the police. It's to give you the tools, the training, the funding to be partners, to be protectors, and community needs you. The president also led a standing ovation for the rookie police officer, the NYPD officer who took down the career criminal from the uh, deadly ambush of officers uh, Jason Rivera and uh, Wilbert uh, Mora. Hey, I I give uh, Biden some credit. I give him some credit for at least verbalizing that he says he is against defunding the police which puts him obviously at odds with the progressive uh, wing of his party who still wants to defund police departments across the uh, country. So like Adams, to a a degree, and great job, uh, Rita Cosby tonight interviewing uh, Mayor Eric Adams, New York City Mayor Eric Adams, like Adams to a degree, Biden is distancing himself from progressives, excuse me, in their party who have advocated for scaling down police departments in favor of finding, if you will, alternative solutions for public safety. Make no mistake about it. It's an election year message, but it is already too late, folks. Democrats have already lost the fighting crime issue. In fact, I could easily make a case that they conceded the issue of fighting crime. I also say, and in a moment, we're going to your telephone calls, one 800 848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I also want to say bravo 
to the 32-year-old mother of that 11-month-old girl that was struck by a stray bullet in the Bronx last month when she was caught in the uh, crossfire of a gunfight. And her name, the mother, is uh, Marida Gomez. And Miss Gomez was inside a vehicle parked in the Bronx at the intersection of East 198th Street and Valentine Avenue when her baby daughter, less than a year old, suffered a gunshot wound to the face. So here's what Ms. Gomez says, and I want you to listen carefully to this. She says, quote, who cares if Rikers fills up? Isn't that what jail is for? To house the criminals. I'm going to repeat that. She says, who cares if Rikers fills up? Isn't that what jail is for, to house the criminals? And you know what, folks? Certainly, I think it's fair to say that a majority of us have felt the same way. And to be more specific and more direct, that's exactly the way I feel. Exactly the way. Listen, you know, possible... uh, mishandling and and, uh, civil rights violations, if they are occurring on Rikers, they should not occur. They should be fixed. But that's what Rikers is there for, to house people that are awaiting trial and have allegedly uh, committed some crime, and it's up to the people in court, the prosecutors, to make their case. Let's start this morning with uh, Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, good morning. Biden is using these old-fashioned cliches. We must come together. It's all nonsense. He basically, basically, and then he's going to say the guns, the guns, the guns. He's full of it. He's basically trying to throw a few breadcrumbs to the normal people so they'll vote Democrat in the next election. It's all BS, okay? What he needs to do is tell him... Get that stupid idiot of a moron district attorney in Manhattan to prosecute criminals. Right? He's a phony. He's a $4 bill. He's a counterfeit. And the mayor shouldn't be kissing his rear end. He should be. First of all, if the mayor can't clean up the crime, at least get rid of the homeless. He's been in office a month. I've been on, on Pence by Penn Station. Penn Station is still flooded with homeless. The subways are filled with homeless. You go on 42nd and 9th Avenue it's wall-to-wall homeless. He hasn't done a damn thing. Well, Nothing. Well, Michael, uh, some strong opinions from you, and, and I hear you. Um, you know, Eric Adams is, is still relatively new and uh, as mayor, and we're going to see real soon whether or not his agenda, uh, it, it, whether or not it's enough to clean up uh, New York uh, City. Let's go to uh, David. David is calling this morning from New Jersey. Good morning, David. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call, Dominic. I say this with respect to you. Okay. Uh, your, your your statement when you just said before, it looks as though the Democratic Party is losing politically in the point of view about being uh, strong against crime. Mm-hmm. Since the 1960s, maybe even earlier, I would like to ask the question, when has the Democratic Party ever been strong against crime? The Democratic Party, at least locally, is against the death penalty. The Democratic Party, certainly nationally, is against the police and asked to defund it. And then here's the communist coup de grace. The Democratic Party doesn't even support, even slightly, even remotely, the Second Amendment. The communist district attorney of Manhattan, and he most emphatically is a communist, will not lift a finger to do his oath of office. He is a communist. I urge everybody, read the U.S. Constitution and pray to God. 
Thank well, you, well, David, I, I I thank you for your call. I don't know if I would agree in referring to the uh, district attorney that way. He does. He, he has made uh, his job awfully difficult for himself uh, in terms of by issuing that memo, uh, Alvin Bragg, the uh, Manhattan district attorney. But, you, you know, I just found it interesting. Um, and, and it's it's election year politics. But I do give Biden some credit. At least he said it right now. Possibly he said it because he may be looking at at internal polling that says Democrats are hemorrhaging on the issue of crime and law and order. And so thus he comes to New York and says that he is not for defunding the police. Let's go to Frank. Frank is calling this morning from Maine. Good morning, Frank. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic, from the uh, great state of Maine, a balmy minus 21 degrees. You know, wow. You know, uh, yes. <laughs> you know, Dominic, I am done. I was a New York City teacher for 25 years. I moved up to Maine for a reason, and this is the reason. I am done with these politicians who have talking points that want to try to, quote-unquote, connect with the public, but they're actually trying to savor their own political, um, trying to savor their own political, like, uh, uh, what do you, like their, their own political future. I am done with it. And Biden is doing it. Adams, I feel sorry for. I actually feel sorry for the man. Why? I think he Why? came into a powder cake. He came into a powder cake. And now he has he has to he has to bow down to this person. He has to bow down to this person. He has to go to this person. He has to he has to ponder to this person. And at the end of the day, the man is talking out of both sides of his mouth, and he's going to be he's going to be done. I, I have a funny feeling he's going to be a one term governor, a uh, one term mayor, excuse me, mm. um, because of all the all the all the things that are coming out of his mouth. It seems like it's just not consistent. Okay, well- I, I'm. Well, you're breaking up, Frank. Uh, but but I but I I got the uh, the thrust of your point there. I don't see right now, for right now, and it is so early, how uh, Adams can uh, be a one-term mayor because I don't really see anyone, or certainly not on the Democratic side. He's not going to face a primary, and on the Republican side, New York is a Democratic city, so I don't see anyone that's going to um, step up and and challenge him, but. But again, it's almost ridiculous to even talk about a next New York City election for mayor when when he's only a month. Uh, he being um, Eric Adams is only a month into the um, the job thus far. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. President Biden in New York today declared he is against defunding the police. Uh, while promoting the administration's efforts to curb gun violence. So then obviously the next question becomes, will it work? That's the question. Let's go to Joe. Joe is uh, listening from Long Island. Good morning, Joe, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hey, how are you, Dominic? I'm you good. I, I, I hope you're well. Thank you very much. Yeah, like uh, Mike you know, made a good point in, in Manhattan. It's really scary going to work. And uh, Eric Adams, I feel bad for him too, because he definitely, uh, you know, he could have, it's just a, it's a switch. I mean, you know, he's been there a month. He hasn't done nothing. People are, you know, every day are feeling scared. Today they broke into a boutique. They sold $15,000 worth of bags in Soho. I mean, it's getting out of hand. The night before right. they shot a guy going to work, a police officer. This is not normal. I tell you, this is going to turn into Detroit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Adams, he needs to just call the feds and storm New York with federal police and have the feds handle it. And Bragg, take a seat and move over. <laughs> and that's it. I mean, if they want that, I'll take half the pay and I'll do it. I mean, me and you can do it together, Dominic. I mean, they're making it. No, no, like no, 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 Joe, Joe, Joe. I, I, I couldn't do the job. And he, here's why, you know, maybe you could step up for me. Here's why I couldn't do the job. And this is a conversation I was just having with Rita Cosby uh, before this show started. I would say plain and simple to all the progressives, 
listen, go sit down. Because if you keep doing it your way, all of us will be unemployed in the next election. Effective tomorrow, I would say effective tomorrow, New York City is a law and order city. And if you think I'm playing, try me. Criminals, uh, the mayor said tonight in his interview with um, with Rita that criminals are very smart in, in, in knowing the law. And that is 1,000% accurate. And they would know immediately under Mayor Carter that I'm locking you up. It's that simple. And folks claiming civil rights violations and everything else, you know, we're going to try our best not to violate civil rights, and but we'll let a judge decide that. But I couldn't do it, Joe, it, 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 I, because the, the pandering politics, I just couldn't do it. I, I would, I, mean, I, I would say, Today, I would, Joe. I would say to to the uh, to the progressives in a nice way. Listen, you're nuts. Go sit down. And and with AOC, I would say, li- listen, 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 Congresswoman, your 15 minutes were up. Ten minutes into into you being sworn in, go sit down. Go ahead, hey, Joe. You know what else? I have one more point. What happened to the people that uh, De Blasio hired? There's all these social workers. Where are they? I thought he hired all these people. Well, well, here's what we know about De Blasio, and I thank you for the uh, for the uh, call, Joe. So, you have Congresswoman. Uh, Nicole Maliotakis, and you have Max Rose, the Democrat that held the seat prior to her, and, you know, court challenges on redistricting in which the district is being uh, favored more towards Democrats, right, because now they're going to increase um, uh, areas of Brooklyn that are more liberal and and to offset uh, conservative areas of uh, Staten Island. And so... Here it is. You have this this rematch contest about to begin with the incumbent, Nicole Maliotakis, against Max Rose. And de Blasio, out of nowhere, says, oh, 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 it, it's more important for me to return to public office. Mr. Mayor, listen to me. I'm good at, at, at calling these things. Your political career is over. Finito. You're not going to Congress. You're not going to City Hall in terms of uh, the city council. Your political career is over. Maybe your son Dante can start his political career and you could advise him. But you did such a horrible job of running New York City. You will not be elected to anything. And I don't I don't understand, Mr. Mayor why you keep setting yourself up for failure. You ran for president. That went nowhere. You went to Iowa, it nothing. Then you want to run for governor with a trial balloon, and you see that the polling and the money has gone to other people. Now that those two prizes are gone, you're setting your sight on, on Congress, and you're saying to Democrat. Max Rose, hey, get out of the way. I want the job. No, Mr. Mayor, your your political career, it is done. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls. President Biden in New York today um, declaring. And, you know, folks, what I was just thinking about is when it comes to a, a um, I'm going to come back to my point about the president, a presidential motorcade. So I've been. In the past, I've been part of a motorcade many times, a presidential motorcade. That's a lot more fun than what I experienced today. So when you're part of a presidential motorcade, right off the tarmac at the airport, you're you're picked up in vehicles uh, via the Secret Service and the local police departments all across the country, and you're whisked from one location to the next. Well, today, I had to... um, take a niece uh, to to uh, LaGuardia Airport, and I had, to be frank, I had forgot Biden was coming to town. And I just saw all these uh, police vehicles uh, along along the highway, uh, the Grand Central, and they were just standing there, and then all of a sudden they just moved into action, which meant that he had arrived. And so it meant, and I was right there trying to get on the uh, the uh, Robert F. Kennedy Bridge, the old Triborough Bridge.
but got blocked and had to sit there for 45 minutes while we waited for for the president to uh, to go past. Because normally uh, he will travel via uh, Marine Air One once he lands into lower Manhattan. But with the weather today, Marine One was down and they had to drive. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. President Biden in New York today declaring he is against defunding the police. And as I said at the top of the show, it just it's it's indicative of you know there's an upcoming election and all of a sudden politicians can see the handwriting on the wall as far as the midterms this year a referendum on President uh, Biden. So he was in town promoting his administration's efforts to curb gun violence, meeting with uh, with Mayor uh, Adams and uh, Governor uh, Hochul. But something else that caught my mind, the mother, um, Marita Gomez, 32 years old, the mother of that 11-month-old girl who was struck by a stray bullet in the Bronx last month, caught in the crossfire of a gunfight, uh, says, who cares if Rikers fills up? Isn't that what jail is for to house the criminals? And when I saw that, because I've been thinking that, to be honest with you folks, for over a year, but I've never said it uh, here on WABC because I'm like, well, you know, Dominic, maybe that's a little harsh and maybe, maybe you shouldn't say that, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you should just, you know, but that's exactly how I feel. Exactly how I feel. Let's go right back to the, um, to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to rock. Rock is calling from Brooklyn. Good morning, Rock. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, D.C. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. Go right ahead. D.C., I've been listening to your show for quite a while. And, you know, sometimes I like it and sometimes I don't. I'll be honest with you. Okay. But we got to understand what's going on in this world today. D.C., please bear with me for one minute or two. Okay. You see, listen good. I want you to listen good. I'm listening. We must stop being hypocrites in our country. This is the best country on earth. Well, 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 wait, 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 wait. Well, well, when you say when you say hypocrites, I mean, well, you, you, you're preaching to the choir right now. I love this country, and to folks that don't love this country, I say go somewhere else, right. and, and, and we'll see. We'll see how long it is till you come back. But but go ahead. Right. But we are hypocrites. DC uh, crime. We we tend to pretend that we want to stop crime, but we do not want to stop crime. Believe me, because there's too many people making their livelihood out of crime, including the lawyers, the judges, the police themselves. I love police. I have friends as police. I went to join the police force myself. You know. But it's a lot of people that is making their living out of crime. Hey, but Rock, you know? I, I but I, I disagree with you. Um I'm I'm listening to you. I, I to say that police want to see crime is almost like, in my opinion, slapping them in the face. The the police officers that I encounter seem to be uh, fed up, disgusted, and in pain that they, they're not allowed, for the most part, to do their job. But but please uh, wrap up your comment, Rock, because I do need okay. to move on. 
I'm trying to wrap up my comments okay. real quick, okay. Dominic. Okay. If if Jesus Christ come down from heaven right now and said, "Listen, hey, I want to stop crime immediately," right? No crime, the, Dominic. They will crucify him immediately. I, I guarantee you that we will crucify him immediately because we want crime because crime pays. Crime mm. put a lot of of food on our table. Mm. Because a lot of us make our living by fighting crimes, and we wouldn't want to stop that. Mm. I mean, mm. let's be realistic there for, for okay. real now. Well, we wouldn't want to stop something that is putting food on our table, sending our kids to college. We wouldn't want to stop that. So when we say that we want to stop crime, we are hypocrites. Because if I come up and said to you, Dominic, listen real quick, that... Listen, let's teach the Ten Commandments in school from kindergarten. Let's teach our kids the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not come steal and, and commit adultery and all this type of stuff. Okay. We don't want that in our classroom. Right. 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 And this is where we have to start. If we don't start from there, there's no way we just come in on the air and say about we want to stop crime, crime, crime. We have to start from the root. Okay. Well, thank you for that call. And one thing that you said that I do agree with, we do have to start from the root and that's with the children and that's changing the mentality and that's not having people think that they're permanent victims and that's not portraying a, a mentality of the police are bad because the police are not bad. The police are there to help. Are there bad apples? Yes. Are there bad uh, talk show hosts? Yes. Yes, but it doesn't mean that the whole bunch is, is, is corrupt and bad. I really feel 99% of uh, police officers are good, want to do, do their job, keep people safe, and go home at the end of their shift to, to be with their families. Karen in Rockland County. Good morning, Karen. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Did you hear that in uh, here's a demand? It's either the governor or the DA in California wants to uh, get rid of death row in San Quentin. Yeah. It's kind of like what they want to do in uh, Rikers Island. I mean, w- w- what is this? Get rid of death row? I mean, those are the most dangerous criminals around, and I mean, there's a reason why they're on death row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as far as uh, Biden, doesn't he realize that a lot of the guns are coming in from the border? Why didn't he talk to uh, the, our governor about getting rid of this no bail and getting rid of this uh, Alvin Bragg? She's the only one that can do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought on day one that she would get rid of that no bail when she got into office. Just, you know, hasn't done a thing yet about it. No, 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 Karen. Uh, in the world of politics, priority number one is that she has to get elected. And then once she's elected in her own right, then she will move on her agenda. But up until that point, and, and the primary is not until June, well, it's, 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 it's literally right around the corner. But the primary and then the general election. And after that, we will see if Kathy Hochul wins, we will see what she's made out of at that point. But not a moment until then. I thank you for the call. Let's go to our friend Stan in Forest Hills. Stan, I had to cut it short last night because of time. And uh, thank you uh, for joining us this morning. What's That's on your right. mind? That's all right. You've got to do what you got to do. Listen, uh, <laughs> don't count the fat Democrat out yet. Let me straighten you out about something. Okay? I know you You talk, talk it all over. This crime is on this station all day night, all day long. And the numbers show it. But this election ain't just going to be about crime. Yes, it's absolutely important. Uh, that January 6th thing, that nobody, that's going to be up there, too. Republicans have a lot to answer for nationally. No, that's wishful thinking. No, no one's, nobody really cares about that anymore. But go ahead. Mind on that one, my friend. Number two, number two, if the Supreme Court, bans abortion. You can watch American women get off their little tush and do something about that as well. Don't think. There's no doubt that crime is a major issue, but there will be other issues in this in the midterms. Yeah, Democrats are looking bad. I ain't going to deny that at the moment. But we have 
Republicans have has to answer for what they did and what they didn't do to the possibility of taking over this country and destroying it in their way. So crime, absolutely. But there's other two other other things on on the agenda, mm. and the, this president and many Democrats will be pushing it. We, it ain't we, over. We disagree. So the Republican Stan. loses. We we disagree. The only thing. And as a matter of fact, and you know this, you know, for a matter of fact, that um, that midterms are referendums on the sitting president and it's going to be a referendum on Biden. And that's not a good look for Democrats. It's, it, it's as simple as that. And- no, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. This time there's a major issue that has to be dealt with. The wait, 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 wait. What's the of major the overthrow issue? of a, of a oh. presidency? And that ain't over yet, pal. So don't count your chickens yet. The people are still out there. I agree. Law and order, absolutely, it'll be there. But there's other issues here that are important to this country. And in New York, there's no doubt. But we'll see what happens. I'm not going to argue with you on that. Okay. Well, Stan, thank you. And you have a, uh, a beautiful morning. Let's go to Steve in Manhattan. Good morning, Steve. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. All right, Big Dom, and I hate following Stan from Forest Hills because he's what I call a radio clicker. The, the radio start clicking off, and I'm on the air now. I'm just, it's like a personal call between me and you. But I'd like to remind this audience that Adams endorsed Alvin Bragg, and Adams, the past month, he signed a law letting the legals vote in our elections. Folks, you mean you're going to be naive and a useful idiot with this? And I'm going to remind people also, under David Dinkins, we had 10,000 murders, 20,000 rapes. I know everyone loves Giuliani, but Giuliani was mayor in 2001. He, he's the big number there. 3,600 people were murdered in the city, and here's how they trick you folks. The people, the poor people murdered down the Trade Center, they don't, they don't count that in the crime statistics. Tell that to their families. Tell that to all their families and friends. And I will tell you, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, Biden is kneeling at the altar of the hard left, folks. He has to do the bidding of Tlaib, Omar, Castro's granddaughter, all these people, whatever they want, they're going to get. Gerrymandering is going to turn New York into California. I know, I know O'Reilly said that earlier today. I've been saying that for years. Once they do that, this state is Detroit. Hochul is nothing. They're all folks. They're all in on it. Don't be a sucker. Most people are going to vote with their feet. Okay. Well, Steve, I, I, thank, you, uh, I thank you for that comment. Let's see what John in Bergen County, what he has to say. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I just wanted to uh, refute a few points that Stan made. Uh, First of all, from last night, he made a point about cops die. I found that kind of sickening, Um, but we'll move on from that. As far as the January 6th insurrection that they talk about, we heard for three and a half years about Russian collusion and how there were going to be indictments and how it was going to take Trump down. Well, that's exactly how January 6th is going to end. A big nothing burger. A year from now, it's going to be used as a political weapon in the midterms. It's going to die off, and absolutely nothing's going to come of it. As far as abortion in this country, Stan needs to get out of the 70s and 80s and into the 2020s because the numbers have totally flipped on that. And America is actually majority against abortion. So his two main issues that he's expecting to carry him in the midterms are actually not going to. Um, Right. Well, John, the 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 only issue that I really see going on right now is that um, Democrats dropped the ball on on crime and. These nutty uh, progressives are going to make the Democrats pay dearly in this year's uh, this year's midterm. So and and I think that's reflected by the amount of Democrats that are not running for reelection, have retired uh, around the country, uh, around the country. It's going to uh, be be very, very interesting this year. And an update about a story that I have uh, been telling you folks about that teen rapper that was charged with shooting an NYPD cop. Well, the the rapper, uh, his name is uh, Cameron Williams, and he goes by the stage name of C. Blue. And if you look online, there are photos of Mr. C. Blue pointing a gun at whoever's taking the uh, the picture for him. And I guess that's the message that he wants to win, that he wants to send, excuse me, but he is uh, back in custody again. 
and he's in custody for violating probation. Now, how do you violate probation and you're 16 years old? Anyway, he's a reputed gangbanger, and uh, he's back in custody on a probation violation just one week after posting bail. Uh, again, an up-and-coming uh, rapper who was ordered back to the Crossroads Juvenile Center in Brooklyn because the gun he allegedly used to shoot the police officer, the gun violated the terms of his probation from an earlier case. And so he was hit in that case with assault and weapons charges, uh, and Bronx prosecutors asked that the uh, troubled teen be held without bail pending his next court date, but acting Bronx Supreme Court Justice Dennis Boyle said his bond at $250,000, which he posted reportedly with an advance he received after signing a recording contract with Interscope Records. Pat Lynch, the president of the PBA, says, quote, we're glad that a cop shooter is back off the street, but this revolving door for a repeat gun offender makes no sense whatsoever. And who can disagree with that? 16 years old, you reportedly have a gun, You're involved in a scuffle with the police officer. At 16, the officer is shot. You go to a detention center in Brooklyn, and a judge lets you walk on bond. And then the system realizes that it's taking a pounding in terms of press coverage, and they find a way to get you back in custody when you never should have been permitted out to begin with. Let's go to uh, Stan in Rockland County this time. Good morning, Stan. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, that uh, my, my other Stan colleague really piqued my ire with some of the comments made on uh, just focusing on January 6th, which is not as clear-cut as, as he is saying. First of all, um, you know, you know, it's it, yes, uh, we're very polarized between uh, Democrats and Republicans, but the chief Democrat of the House, Nancy Pelosi, who was responsible for the security of that House, they had intelligence a week or two prior. They did nothing. She did nothing. Um, you know, you had the, you know, the, the poor people trying to protect the House were refused support from local police, from SWAT. The military wouldn't budge to come in, and they were just literally overrun. And that just, you know, should have never happened. And there, there was video of them just being let in. And, you know, now, don't get me wrong, I think that, you know, even though I'm a Republican, they they were just traitors to the Constitution, and I think a lot more of them should have been shot, you know, legally, because, you know, if you could get shot for going jumping the White House fence, you could certainly get shot for brandishing uh, pole arms and, and stealing, uh, you know, weapons from the cops and beating them with it. Hey, but uh, Stan, but Stan I, I don't think that the American people in this year's midterms I don't think that's going to be a major priority. I think for the American people, it's, you know, it was awful, but been there, done that, seen that the issue is crime. And Democrats want the issue to be anything else but crime. Because if the issue is crime, they are headed for a bloodbath at the polls. And I am, that is an objective comment. I'm not saying that to uh, to favor. I thank you for the call. I'm not saying that to favor Republicans. That is just the handwriting that is on the wall. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to, before we take a break, let's go to Stu in Brooklyn. Good morning, Stu. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Just to lighten the load a little bit. Kudos to the U.S. bobsled team for naming their sled Biden because they said nothing is going downhill fast enough. Dominic, I really want to talk about the despicable comment Susan Sarandon made when she referred to the uh, Jason Rivera funeral procession. Quote, now I know what a Nazi ceremony would look like. 
This is the well, wait, okay, the but wait, 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 Stu, Stu, wait, wait, Stu, Stu, did she actually say that herself or was it a retweet, a retweet? She actually came out and said that. That's a measure of their intellect. This is what you're dealing with, which wow. is why they must be, which brings me to the next point. If there's anyone with any brains left in the Republican Party in New York, they will get a hold of Mrs. Rivera who is a rock star and put her up against that piece of crap in the Bronx. She will beat her like a drum. Hmm. You're referring to AOC. Absolutely. Hmm. Well, um, you know, Susan Sarandon, um, she's, she's been making comments and doing things like this. I, I met her a couple of times. Um, uh, for years, I I don't know why I don't I don't understand why. Thank you for the call, Stu. But uh, it, it, it those types of comments are are not helping the situation. As a matter of fact, they are disgusting and counterproductive. And that's why you have people feeling that they are permanent victims. And so thus, they feel that they get to do whatever they want to do because they are permanent victims. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno, he's your numero uno. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And so, folks, uh, subway workers are saying that graffiti, that graffiti vandals are tagging the subways again, that it's coming back uh, strong all signs of uh, decay, but I, as I said at the top of the show, I like the comment that uh, 32-year-old Marita Mar- uh, Gomez made, the mother of the 11-month-old baby that was shot in the face in the Bronx, caught in crossfire of a gunfight, in which the mother says, and we're going right back to your telephone calls, and of course, coming up, at 1 a.m., and he'll join me in just a couple of minutes. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. But the mother says, Miss Gomez says, who cares if Rikers fills up? Isn't that what jail is for to house the criminals? That's, frankly, how I have felt night after night in this chair. I just never put it out there publicly. But her feeling that she expressed is exactly my sentiment. And and I really feel that most people of goodwill feel exactly the same way. I am just tired of coddling uh, permanent so-called victims. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, let's go to uh, Hollard. Uh, calling from Virginia this morning. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, Mr. Dominic, I uh, I want to attest to what one of the gentlemen previous speakers was talking about. He was uh, saying that crime was business and too many people were making money from it. And I can attest to that because Back in the 90s, I was a deputy sheriff in Matthews County, and prior to election time, the uh, we were stacking DUIs up left and right, the various deputies in our county, and uh, relatives of those that we arrested were complaining and saying, you know, if you don't <clears throat> stop doing this, we're not going to vote for you, and uh, so he told us to back off. And for two months prior to uh, the election date, we, you know, didn't do very many DUIs. 
And uh, it wasn't um, a couple months later, we had about a half a dozen, not around nine uh, lawyers coming in and complaining to the sheriff that they were losing money and that they wanted to see more arrests. Mm -hmm. Well, I I thank you for the call. And um, but I, I, I mean, I get it. And in some smaller jurisdictions, that that is maybe accurate in some cases. But but to imply that on a large scale that uh, police officers in uh, in New York City want to see crime continue, I, I just I, I don't subscribe to that type of thinking. I I don't think it's accurate, and I feel that it's a slap in the face of um, the men and women of the uh, NYPD. Let's go to Harriet. Harriet is calling from Sheep's, Sheep's, Sheep's Head Bay. Good morning, Harriet. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, you're a pleasure to speak to. You're one of the great investigative reporters. Well, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. Thank you. Uh, Dominic, I was just thinking, um, the president and uh, Eric Adams, um, uh, Eric Adams is trying to do a good job. But uh, we, uh, uh, according to what I, I understand, there are 5,000 police officers who will lose their jobs if they do not take the COVID-19 vaccine. And uh, I can't understand that because, uh, at least from my perspective, according to the Nuremberg Codes, Dominic, which were passed after World War II, uh, no government, that includes Biden, can force its citizens to take an experimental drug if they want, if an individual wants to take the vax, so be it. Right, the government but, can't force no, them to I, do it, Dominic. I, I, I hear you, Harriet, but um, unfortunately for these police officers, we're, we're way past that. Uh, the courts uh, have decided either through their action or non-action, getting involved or not. Thank you for the call or not getting involved. And it's unfortunate uh, that some of these officers uh, may actually lose their job and not just the uh, police, uh, unvaccinated New York city teachers whose exemption uh, bids were denied by the department of education this week, they have received their final notice of termination and they are set to be fired next week. So it's across the board in terms of um, what what's going to uh, uh, happen. Let's go to David in Los Angeles, California. Good morning, David. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I called about the Biden's appearance, but since you mentioned that rapper that shot a cop, you would expect Interscope Records to drop him from the roster. Right, you would think most... so. You would think so. You but would they're, think probably so. Booking him for, they're probably booking him for next year's NFL halftime show. <laughs> now, Regarding the Joe Biden parents, you know, sorry, New York, don't expect much. His big plan, come together. He thinks he's auditioning for the Beatles. All he's going to do is let it be, then fly right back to Washington and take a nap because Black Lives Matter, George Soros, AOC, is, they're all in charge. Look at the district attorney, the AG, even the governor who backed up Bragg. So the trajectory is not towards solving it. It's the Soros plan that is working. And I don't know why anyone would think it's going to change when they already started doing it this way. And Joe Biden, he's not in control of anything. And they're not. And so uh, it's not optimistic, Dominic. Hmm. Well, you know, I, I, David, I thank you for the call. I, I can only hope that I can't I can't speak for all of America. But I, I was just I would just hope that the tide is turning and that all of this progressive nonsense, been there, done that for the country, and that we're going to move on. It was a bad experiment, and let's leave it at that. Joining me right now is Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. Good to see you. Happy Friday. Same to you. So what do you have coming up this morning? Well, we're going to have a fun four hours. No guests today, so that gives me plenty of opportunities to pontificate, which uh, I like to do, and it'll give me plenty of opportunities to talk with listeners about whatever's on their mind. As we do each and every Friday, we're going to start the first hour with the Ask Frank Anything Hour, where we get questions about anything under the sun, so that should be fun. And then a little bit later, we'll do denunciations, a few other things that we have on uh, my mind, including something, uh, 
an incredible exchange that took place between a Biden administration official yesterday and a reporter. I still I've now watched it four times. I still can't believe this transpired. I'm going to play folks the audio so they can hear it for themselves. So you have another interesting show coming. I'd like to think so. But uh, I guess the listeners will be the ultimate judge. And so let's um, let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. You select the uh, caller. All right. Well, how about uh, how about Ken in New Jersey? Good morning, Ken. You're on the radio with Dominic Carter and Frank Morano. Okay. Um, Can I take right. back I just... my suggestion of Ken in New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about uh, domestic disputes uh, because. If you analyze it, domestic disputes are between people who know each other and are voluntarily in a relationship or with their families, and they know what the problems are. I've probably known them for years, what the problems uh, are in their relationship. The cops are walking into a trap, and I really don't think that the cops should be required to answer domestic dispute calls. Because if people knew that the cops were not going to come for domestic dispute calls, they would resolve their disputes years before they escalated into violence. They would reach out to social services, they would try to get help, you know, from uh, uh, psychologists or uh, social service uh, social workers, and and these disputes where people know each other and they know what the problems are. If they knew that the cops were not going to answer the call, they would resolve it themselves before before it got to the uh, the violent stage or domestic dispute. But the, the thing is, it's, it's too easy. See, people just don't care. They just escalate the arguments and they and they get into these disputes and it's violent and they don't care because they know they can just pick up the phone and the cops will be there. Hmm. Frank, what do you think? I, I mean, he brought up a lot there. I don't know that I can respond in 30 seconds, but I'll just say that uh, violence is violence, right? Whether it's uh, two people that know one another or somebody that's strung out and robbing someone. So the question is, how do you best deal with people that are committing violent crimes? And that's what I think the jury's still out on. Frank Morano, thank you. Frank is coming up right now, the other side of midnight. Folks, I will see you again tomorrow, same time same station keep it right where it is the great show is coming up frank morano the other side of midnight on talk radio 77 wabc